Hello, everyone. Hey. Welcome to The Patch. This week, brought to you by Dollar Shave Club and MeUndies. You can see there and over there. Ryan's got I it. got right. it. Under the hourglass. You got to Boom. You got to flip the hourglass. Flip. I was waiting Whoa. for you to finish. The, Are you all right? The desk is really hot right there. There's some, I don't know what's under here, but... Oh, it's the light. There's a light right there. <laughs> the, de- the desk is really warm there. That was that's so surprising. Uh, the Patch this week. The Yay. Patch. Gus. Meg. Ryan. And lots of talking oh, about video games. And no double Gus. And some extra Gus. Hey. 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 For fun. All right. um, I found myself in a bit really? of a gaming rut lots lately. Lots of deep introspection? or I'm trying to figure out how to phrase it. I'm not happy playing games lately. Mm. Oh, you want to talk about it? I, haven't, so, I feel like it's have one game here. in particular well, that may have made you there, unhappy. There's a couple of games in particular, oh. but there is one that's really kind of dragging me down. And, uh, What's got you blue, Gus? The Order 1886. Mm. Uh, apparently, you and a lot of people on the internet. Yeah. I I All right, had did... such lofty expectations, and and you know, and even despite you know, the early negative reviews and pressing, I think even on the patch, I said, you know, we'll see how it, what it's actually like when it comes out. And I've been playing it since it came out, and it's just I feel like it just needs more polish or something. Well, first of all, describe the game for us. What kind of game is it? And um, uh... so. I'm sure everyone knows, but knows the basic premise. It's like Victorian era steampunk stuff, and you're part of this knighthood that's fighting rebels and lycanthropes. Uh-huh. Um, and it's kind of it's, a cover-based shooter. Yeah, right? so it's a cover-based kind of shooter, kind of like Gears of War. You hide behind cover, you shoot. There's also quick time events. Uh, a lot of them, right? A lot of quick time <laughs> events and a lot of cutscenes. And I, I never, I never really had too much of a problem with quick time events in the past. Like, um, but I feel like. Now, like when I play through this, it's like long-winded cutscene. I get to move around for a little bit, do a quick, quick, do a quick time event, then now another cutscene. It's like I'm just getting bummed out. And then, like the few, the the thing that I think really pushed me over the edge is when you realize the futility of some quick time events. It's like okay, your character needs to go and move this giant piece of wood. You're gonna mash on the X button to move <laughs> it, but you're not gonna get it right the first two times. Mm. It doesn't matter how quickly you press it. You have to fail twice before it finally works. That's like, really shitty. Like, now you're just really? wasting my time. You don't get time. like any chance, right? You have no faith in me. Yeah, it's like okay, I I, I get it. I'm just being forced to waste more time. That so they sucks. use the mechanic for things that have no business being quick times, like take a sip of water. X. Oh 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 oh. That's another thing. So you don't take sips of water necessarily, but there's items in the world you can pick up and examine, and most of them, there's no reason to. It's like you hold it and you're like, oh, you can like Gus. tilt the Story. stick and look at it, and you can like flip it over and you put it down. You're like, why did I pick that up? All right, over know. here, heavy rain. It's so yeah. you can be immersed. Yeah. I, I like <laughs> it heavy rain though. Heavy rain is I, very I, like drink, turn, turn. <laughs> oh, you didn't turn it, and then you just well, spill you, out you your got to swish to the right and then up and around. I feel like, like it's a beautiful game, gorgeous. Mm-hmm. I feel like they're just. Needs to have been maybe some editorial decision. Some stuff should have been cut. You know, uh-huh. the cut. It's already so short, right? Well, I mean, like streamlined. I should ah, say. Okay. Um, you know, the 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 the, the failed quick time events. The, none of those. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're gonna make a quick time event, cool. If you're gonna use it in combat, cool. If you're gonna use it for a mundane thing, no. So mm-hmm. when you're saying failed, though, do you mean you actually have to fail a few no, times? No, no, not like. Like you your character can't. tries, like oh, oh, I just couldn't do it. I'm gonna try again. Oh, and that's scripted in. Like so you can't annoying. just nail it on the first right. try. Well, because it's wow. like it's not even like a technique thing at that point. It's a like it's showing you how heavy this thing is. Like oh, yeah. so heavy. Hey, that's a principle I of animation. You got to show that. Oh, I hate that. Or where it's like I especially The Walking Dead does this sometimes. Which I never want to say a foul word against them, but sometimes they'll do the thing where it's like. Okay, like press A A A A A A A A A A, and then it'll go all the way back to where it's like a 
slipper yeah. and then it'll hold it there and you're like oh and it ends the cutscene with like somebody else taking out the zombie like you could never complete it uh-huh. and it's just it annoys me just I there mean, for you to fail yeah. to feel the futility of pressing exactly. the button exactly yeah. um but there are so going back real fast there yeah. are cool guns okay like that there's like some unusual stuff i've never seen before like uh, I think the one that stands out the most is the thermite gun, or it's a gun that just shoots like a cloud of flammable gas in an area, and then you fire a flare into it, and it makes all of that gas explode. Oh, that that's cool. cool. So it's like if you have a group of enemies, you just like eh, thermite all in the area, and flare. <laughs> like, all right, next, next, you know, next group of well, enemies. Because you have what, like Merlin, right, is the one who's making your weapons. Who's making your oh, weapons? Oh, no, uh, Tesla. 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 Oh, Merlin. I saw the Kingsman lately. <laughs> <laughs> Merlin's in that. Tesla's been getting a lot of love lately. Mm. People have rediscovered how absolutely batshit insane that guy was, yeah. but how incredibly inventive. Yeah. The uh, oatmeal opened a lot of people's eyes, I think. You think so? Yeah. That was the key? I they, think so. Yeah, he, they, yeah, he did like a big article on how cool Tesla was. Uh, to get funding for that museum, right? The Tesla Museum somewhere? Yeah. Yeah. You guys said that really loudly. <laughs> yes! Yes! Meg's really excited. She's going to be there when they open. <laughs> <laughs> I've been working on my own Tesla coil. Tesla, opening act, Meg Turney. <laughs> <laughs> but do you get to curb stomp uh, any kind of lycanthrope? Um, yes, in a way. So, you know, you're not you, selling it to me. Well, you think about it like they have regeneration, right? So you fight like, let's say, like a werewolf, right? And um, like you get into combat, whatever. It's hurt and it's on the verge of dying. You have to run up to it and finish it off with your knife. Oh, so you got to stick them at the end. Right. You got to like run up and like hit triangle. Well, it's <laughs> the only way to end a werewolf is up close and personal. So with, I hear. With, the, with the triangle button. The triangle right. Um, so, yeah, I mean, there, so there is some of that. So that's what you've been playing. What else have you been playing? Um, I start. So this. This I just started playing it yesterday, but I started playing as as a palate cleanser. I was like, I'm going to play Scream Ride, uh, which is uh, Xbox One game. I think it just I think it just came out yesterday, mm-hmm. and uh, it's it's the way I thought about it. It's, it seemed to me like it was to be like a roller coaster tycoon type game, but it's a lot more stripped down in its vision. There's no park management, so it's like you the game loosely. And I've only played the first like three missions, so the the game is like loosely about making crazy well there's three different ways to play the game the first way you're a scream rider where you're basically on the roller coaster and you're like deciding when to use turbo or when to lean and make the is that a job description you are the scream yeah. rider <laughs> and like when to make the, the the cart like ride on two wheels and stuff that like that like you balls shouldn't be first. able to do that like it should be <laughs> well it's kind of like an extreme roller coaster you <laughs> balls know? first into amusement um and that that, that, that mode just seems kind of easy to me uh the second mode was like a uh, destruction game type where <laughs> there's people in like these little pods and this machine like twirls them around and hurls them at buildings and you have to hurl them in a way to cause a bunch of destruction and knock oh, buildings like down. Oh, blocks! Yes, very similar. Uh, and then some of the pods can break apart into like different pods. I freaking love that game. That's such an underrated game. <laughs> Boom Blocks was great. Was that the game Steven Spielberg worked yeah. on? It was, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, and then the third mode, you design the roller coasters and then like you test it and you have people go through it. Um, and it's okay. I don't. I don't know what the price point on it is. I should, I should look that up. If it's you know like a twenty buck game, it's probably fine. But um, it's just like the I was I, I the mode I was most excited about was building the roller coasters, and it felt like building was a little convoluted. Like they tried to make it really simple so that you can do it with a controller. But what invariably what happens is you're like, oh, I'm trying to rotate this piece, but it's not rotating the way i want mm. or there's and then there's so there's an autocomplete feature so you're like okay i can turn on autocomplete so it's like i've built it out to here i can hit autocomplete and it'll 
theoretically, it should just draw a straight line to the end to finish this. Anytime I try to autocomplete, it tries to throw loops in there, and it's like... Dude, it, this ain't extreme <laughs> enough. Let me get some double X's in here. It can't, it can't find the entrance. <laughs> like, no way to do this. Like, I, there's a way to do it. I'm going to do it now that you can do it. Uh, <laughs> here, let me show you how it's done, watch. computer. So, You're uh, like the angry dad whose kid can't hold a flashlight properly. You're finally <laughs> taking it away. Even, like, Just give it to me. Give it to me. Learn from the master. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's, that's what I've been up to. And I, like I said, I only played the first, you know first series of levels for each of those classes uh so maybe some of my concerns are, are alleviated later on mm. well it sounds like there's not much later on for the order so mm. there's no I, later I'm, on i'm not you know so that's the other thing people keep talking about how short it is and i haven't finished it yet <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm, i think like three quarters of the way done but it, it's 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 I'm, I'm trying to get through it for uh for the patch it's like my homework well they say i mean it's a fairly heavy percentage of it is some kind of cutscene. is it at least good cutscenes? Are they um, interesting? It's really, it's really pretty. They're pretty, okay. Pretty I mean, pretty. the content is awful, but boy, is your eye I mean, happy. I, I, the, the, it seems okay. The story's kind of confusing to me, or it has been so far. I don't know if it's all going to come together at some point. But, uh, <laughs> but you, I mean, they, they throw you in the thick of it. You know, it's like you're, it does that thing where you start the game later than the first chapter. Like, the prologue takes place. Mm later and you go through the stuff you're like what's going on then you start the prologue which is like two months in the past you're like okay and then then already these characters have long-standing relationships with each other and you're like wait how what is my relationship with that person <laughs> are we what we're adopted brothers are we siblings <laughs> is that our dad you're like <laughs> you're going through like like it's like just trying to keep it all straight in, in my head mm. i don't know but that might be that might be my fault because i I may be drinking a bit. Oh, okay. I think that would make it more enjoyable. <laughs> <laughs> and then the werewolves, they just jumped out of the screen and they danced around the room and it was amazing. <laughs> you didn't smoke meth, <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm not doing mushrooms, man. I'm I don't not, know. I'm having a beer. I I've know. never I been down. drunk. I, I don't know what it's like. I don't know. We're going to see what happens five minutes later. I'm just assuming. All I have to go <laughs> off of is like cartoons and Jeff and God knows which one of those is accurate. You are just adorable. <laughs> um... So what about you? What have you what have you been up to, Meg? What have you been playing? I have been playing uh, Towerfall. Still on Towerfall. Yes, uh, because now we've gone through the quest mode. We completed everything on uh, normal, and now we're going through on hardcore. We have, I believe, three maps left. We unlocked all the additional archers and all the additional maps and um, Ascension, which is like a bonus map. I went to the uh, the ultimate Towerfall unlock guide on YouTube <laughs> to figure out how to like unlock all the maps. And this kid didn't even have Ascension in his unlock guide. Oh, so bullshit. what? What? We got an extra map. So it's like a horde mode, sort of. You have to kill a certain number of enemies before it's over. Mm. Um, but it was really fun. So we're just going through now on hardcore and finishing everything out. Well, but it's it freaking bucks. hard. There's, there's no, no entrance. There's no entrance fee if there's no ah. dam. Now we win things like I get to dress Gavin for work. So. <laughs> what? Yeah. And I told him he's going to look like you. Oh. Because he's going to have nice clothes on. That's me. <laughs> uh, so, so you won already? This, yeah. This we, well, it's just deal? like we play. Like okay. anything, there's like, oh, the dishes have to be unloaded. Play in Towerfall. <laughs> Every. Everything, everything is decided by Towerfall. I've, it's so good. I oh, love I mean, that that's game. really the only way to make a relationship work. Is I think to, so. Yeah, have some kind of to trial be able by to combat. Shoot one another with arrows is <laughs> just so therapeutic, so cathartic. Yeah, it really is. Well, and there was a big tournament at GDC actually, mm. um, a big Towerfall tournament, and they sh they showcased some of the because there's an expansion coming out. 
Um, they're not even calling it DLC. It's like a whole. There's all sorts of. It's like an expansion. Um, but anyway, they they showcase some of the new archers um, and some of the new maps. I think that they have too. I love when games have expansion yeah. as opposed to DLC. Like, like it, it, it's weird that word just like totally reframes the context. Like DLC, like oh, this is bullshit. I have to pay for this. It should have included this. You're like expansion. You're like. Wow, oh, a ton of new shit. It's so expansive. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm excited. And it was supposed to be early 2015. It, they still don't have a release date, but I would assume, I would consider end of March is the end of early 2015. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. You, you consider by the time spring starts. Right. That's not early anymore. Right. Nah, that's Keeping 25% of the year already. Thank yeah. you. Q1's yeah. over, looking to, look into summer. Got to do your taxes. Mm-hmm. Don't bring that up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Ryan? What are you up to? You I had a weird kind of retro moment. Well, not that retro, but a little bit. Uh, the uh, the new uh, Sid Meier's game, the uh, Beyond Earth, had like a free weekend on Steam, and I played a little bit of that, and then and that was all right. But I I realized I really had not touched Civ Five all that much, mm-hmm. and I owned it. Uh, so I went back and actually played through uh, at least one. I didn't even finish it because it got to the end where it's like. <laughs> You, you people are so beneath me. I don't even need to bother this. Like, I'm dominating the entire world and everything. Uh, though it did make me kind of curious. You both have played some of the civilization. No, no yeah. civilization. Yeah, right. civilization yeah. I, I, I stopped going to college because of civilization. <laughs> Thanks, <Well>, Sid Meier. <laughs> <laughs> what was your preferred method of world domination? Oh, always war. War. Yeah. Okay, so by force of arm, you yes, would take I, I would. My, for me, civilization is conquering every fucking city. Just making turning the entire map to your color. Yes, there is there is no other way to play that game. Make like, them all li- bow knee. I played that game for a long time before I figured out you could win other ways. <laughs> and then even when I learned that, I was like, "Why would you do that, pussies?" <laughs> yeah, like, it doesn't make sense. That's uh, I know that my mom really enjoyed the civilization. It's like it's a backseat game. Sit next to somebody else who's actually playing it mm-hmm. and say what they should be doing. <laughs> Everybody loves somebody who does that. Right. Yeah, it drives me crazy when it comes to driving, much less a fucking strategy game. How's that work with civilization? <laughs> oh, are you really going to study that? I mean, masonry really provides much more benefits <laughs> in the early game. <laughs> I got bitched at once uh, for backseat gaming. Uh, uh, someone was playing Portal 2, and they couldn't figure out where to put the portal, and I could see you're not... It's right. It's literally can't see. And I finally... I. I let him look around, look around, and I was finally like, oh, there's a, a piece of wall up there. And he fully snapped. And I was just like, I'm playing this game myself. Uh, puzzle games I've are the worst for that. I've backseat game again. You can't watch a puzzle game and not have an idea. Right? Like, you want to help. It's yeah. a joint effort. <laughs> Uh, well, that's what co-op's for. Yeah. Um, did you see... So- co-op portals. Like, just... <laughs> you you want to break up today? Let's play co-op portal. I, I, I tried to play co-op portal with uh, my wife, you know, when uh, Portal 2 came out. And so we go through the first level... And then right away, you know, we see each other, and she starts immediately shooting me with the portal gun. And it's like every every step I take, she's like shooting me with it, and I have to try to be like, you know, it's a co-op game. We're working together, right? And she was like, oh. So then she tried to figure out like ways to like grab boxes and kill me. Like, like I was like, this isn't that kind of game. We're I'm supposed to be working you, together. That game is literally like. I feel like things are going a little too good between us. <laughs> we should probably play some co-op portal. Because it, it gets to the point where it's like, okay, you rocket out of my portal, then you have to shoot your portal, or we screw up everything. Mm-hmm. You're like, you idiot! You didn't shoot the portal! Yeah, I, I eventually tried to play both characters myself. I took, <laughs> I took the controller just away me, from just her. Give me the controller. I was like, I'll See? do this. Just like the flashlight. Um, but going back to Civ, yeah. um, have you seen there's 
someone who's running a Civ game with 42 AI characters. Yeah. And he's just letting it play out to see what happens. It's a world sim. How's he's, it going? It's, they're using the uh, an actual map of the U.S., right? Or the world. The of the world. Uh, yeah, you're right. Sorry. <laughs> you're right. Nothing else matters. The U.S. is Ryan. my world. What can I say? I'm sorry, foreign countries. So uh, here you can see we're doing – this is their time lapse of – Every turn. Yeah, it's almost like something from Plague, Inc., where you can see the spread of just the civilizations as it goes. Uh, I think, didn't they finish one round already? Uh, I think so. I mean, that's turn 142. All right, so it must be. Earn 142. (laughs) Damn TV save. (laughs) Gotta put the ashes somewhere, because that's what's going to happen when civilizations meet. But they have, uh, they're they're documenting it all. They have, on a subreddit, you can go and you can read, like, the the weekly updates as to what's happening. And that's why they generated this this GIF uh, So who's winning? I don't know that anybody's winning necessarily, but the map is just filled with uh, with units. Like everything is just it's going to end in the covered. nuclear holocaust. I mean, everyone knows, and Gandhi's going to be the last one standing, just <laughs> laughing as the world burns. <laughs> he's yeah, he's a he's a tough, he's a warmonger. He's a tough one. Yeah, uh, I used my the the I used to play a lot of Civ Two. Civ Two is the game that really mm-hmm. got me hooked. I always hated the Zulus. The zoo, yeah. I felt like that. I was like, once, mean. once you encounter expansionist, once you encounter them, you're like, fuck. Yeah. You know, they're they're gonna they're gonna roll over you unless you deal with them immediately. <laughs> it must be dealt with. I, mean, I think that's what really like spurred my like my mm-hmm. desire to conquest and combat. It's like I, they might have been the first civilization I encountered. It was like, oh shit, I need to fight everyone immediately. <laughs> well, they don't give you much option. I mean, really, sooner or later, you can't have friends in that game. Uh, if you're playing against the AI, they all will turn on you eventually. It's like, well, this guy's attacking me, so I really need to put him down. Oh, every other nation in the world disapproves of this action. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he attacked me first! Mm-hmm. What do you want me to do? Just sit there and take it. Yep. Yeah, pretty much. Play like, a defensive war. He's like a. I picture they're like a bear, and they're just mauling you. Like I can't do anything. <laughs> and the rest of the world's going. The rest of the world's yeah. Poor bear. Poor bear. Mm. Uh, here, I'm gonna I'm gonna read this 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 ad read. Uh, and remind everyone, this episode of the patch is brought to you by Dollar Shave Club. If you listen to the show, you've heard me talking about DollarShaveClub.com. They deliver amazing razors for a few bucks. First time I heard about the club, I was skeptical. I didn't think a razor that only cost a few bucks could deliver a great shave. Seems too good to be true, but I tried them, and I got the most amazing shave I've had in years. My skin felt like silk. Ooh, right there. And if you're still using one of those bags of plastic disposables, you know, the ones people steal from the gym, just stop. DollarShaveClub.com razors cost less than those flimsy plastic things, and the shave doesn't even compare. Uh, can't have a bunch of nicks and cuts on my face because see it's always on screen uh, I'm on video for work a lot if anybody needs a high quality razor it's me especially with my beard hair uh, don't be fooled by the affordable price these razors are legit you'll never go back plus they've got Dr. Carver shave butter oh yeah it's right here Dr. Carver shave butter um, so if you're still using old fashioned shave, po- shave foam you're missing out try dollarshaveclub.com slash patch today that's dollarshaveclub.com slash patch uh, my beard is actually really really coarse so when I was uh, a kid and I first started shaving, you know, I my parents bought me those little plastic oh, disposable the little razors. Blue ones? Yeah, those ah, oh, those suck. ones. And I tried shaving and it just hurt because I felt like it was pulling each individual beard hair out instead of cutting it. I don't understand that. As a lady, I never understood people who say it hurts when, like it pulling your hair because I never under I never feel that on my legs. No, yeah, your face is pretty sensitive. It's mm. not good. Also, I tried to dry shave in a car once with those little blue ones, and that was the worst yeah. experience of my How life. You do- I mean, I've tr- I dry uh, shave my legs and this is actually not a neck. This is all scar tissue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah so um, the the point I was going to make is that this the Dollar Shave Club razors are actually really sharp, and they don't they do not pull 
the hair out of your face like those cheap crappy razors also Gus and i are already fighting over the shave butter (laughs) the shave butter is amazing they put it up here and i was like oh cool i'm gonna take that because like it's really good (laughs) (laughs) i was like oh look at this like she was already it was already like halfway in her pocket (laughs) (laughs) look i'm running pretty low it's getting desperate in my shower oh so um oh I, i feel like we should at least mention that uh today's uh a huge day. It's the 15th birthday of the launch of the PlayStation 2 in Japan. Hey! So 15 years ago today. Happy birthday! The most popular console ever, I believe. Uh, you're probably right. Uh, I think they were still selling it uh, up to maybe going, a year or two they're ago. They're selling in, at GameStops again now. Really? Yeah. Again? <laughs> yeah. Somebody tweeted out that they, uh, I think it was a Kotaku article maybe, that said that someone, they just bought a PlayStation 2. Because they were like, you know what, I'll just get one. And then now they found out GameStop is going to, oh, they're receiving them as trade-ins again. Uh, So you can go get cheap PS2s. What What would they they just throw a nickel at you if you bring in a PS2 at this point? I have no idea. GameStop has never paid out much for anything. But a PlayStation 2 has got to be, well. You may have to pay them is, to take yeah, it off your they, hands. What are they doing with it? Is you know what I want to know. I mean, there's got to be market. They're setting up. A, they're setting up a supercomputer, right? That's what people wanted <laughs> to do with them back then. They're setting up a cloud gaming service. Well, I mean, a lot of those have. I don't know. Maybe they've gone international because a lot of those older consoles have a really strong presence in other markets. Yeah, but they, I think they're region locked, though. Only to the game you bring with it. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Ship yeah, them both. It's, it's not like there's new games coming out, yeah. I guess. Um, yeah, so it launched March 4th, 2000 in Japan. Uh, I think I want, it came out in October 2000 US. I want to say October 26th. So we'll be re-celebrating their 15th birthday in October. I, I remember... Congratulations, I, uh, PlayStation. You I, did I, it. I got my <laughs> PS2. I was, uh, I was working in... It was before Rooster Teeth. And I was working this job <laughs> where I had to travel all over the US. And the day before the PS2 came out... I was in the small town in Wisconsin called Janesville, Wisconsin. Oh my god, I've been there. You've been to Janesville. I've been to Janesville. <laughs> what a so, weird crossover! I went to a wedding. What a terrible, terrible place to have both no, visited. No, no, no. Janesville's awesome. It has a Cracker Barrel. I'll give it that. It has uh, oh, Perkins. Well. I would show up every night in the middle of the because I was an IT job. So every night, like at five a.m. when I was done working, I'd go down to Perkins and eat some pie. Is it a Waffle House city? Because that's the important. Oh, I'm question. sure it is. Okay, I, I don't I'm remember sure one there. It is. But it's got I, a Cracker I, Barrel. I, I was in I was in Janesville and I was like. Oh, you know, it's October, like the day before it comes out. I was like, oh, the PS2 comes out tomorrow. I'm just going to drive down to Walmart and see if I can get one. And like I drove down to Walmart like at 11 p.m. And there were like 20 people in line. Oh, wow. Oh, no, there were, there were like 15 people in line. I got in line and they came out and they're like, all right, we only got 22 PS2s. So I was like, oh, sweet. So, <laughs> I, so it's like I got one on launch, but then I felt bad because I was like, there's some kid who lives like in this tiny town in Wisconsin <laughs> who didn't get a PS2. Should have gotten this line. asshole flew out there. Yeah, should have gotten in line. If he really <laughs> cared, he would have been there. Awesome. Sorry, you live in Janesville. Or he wasn't old enough to get there. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, mm. sorry you live there. So, and, and then there the, were still the, like you said there were 15 in line. There were still seven left. Yeah. Right. Then the next day, I'm, I'm like I had to fly back to uh, Austin. We were done with our work, so. I was walking through, and we flew from Janesville to Chicago, Chicago to Austin. I was walking through uh, Chicago Airport in O'Hare, and I've got, like, the PS2, the blue <laughs> box in, under my arm. And, of course, it's, like, the big news story. It's on all the TVs in the terminal, like, PlayStation 2 launch. You know, it's lines everywhere. No one can get one. And I could see everyone looking at the screen. They're, like, turning and looking <laughs> at me. And I'm like, I, I felt suddenly uncomfortable, like, uh-oh. Like, I, need, <laughs> I need to hide this. It's like being in a zombie apocalypse. Yeah. Like, <gasps> all eyes are on me now. Yeah, I was, I was very self-conscious about it. Um... <laughs> So, in, in other Sony news, so we have a little bit of bad timing right now with, with this time that we're streaming the patch. And because Valve, 
where the embargo on information about Valve's VR headset is up, like, right now. And holy uh, crap, the dam has broken. I mean, there's just news story after news story. Tell about, us what people are saying. Uh, everybody's saying it's amazing. Oh, wow. Uh, but they say that about Oculus, too, and I don't did. believe them about well, that. Well, the, and they're saying that it's better than Oculus. But the, they, these are the same people who said the Oculus was amazing. Well, they didn't have anything to compare it to. you right. got to remember, the Oculus basically came out in they, a void they of could good co- VR headsets. compare it to the 90s. I remember this shit. Sure they well. could. If you, It's like, hey, my car now is really fuel efficient. It drives 40 miles to a gallon. Don't you remember in the 90s when it used to go four? <laughs> it's not the same thing. Uh, Apples and oranges. Uh, no, people are, and again, I've just had kind of time to scan these as we look at it, but uh, people seem to really be reacting strongly to the fact that it's much more mobile than the Oculus. Uh, the Oculus, at least with the DK2 version, is still pretty tied to the single camera. It'd probably be good at some point to talk about just the general aspects of how these VR headsets work. You, but, uh, yep, Gus and I elected you yeah, as teach person us, who yeah. was going to ch- talk about them. Teach there's us a lot VR of, senpai. There's a lot of, <laughs> lot of numbers. Senpai. <laughs> <laughs> and then your eyes got really big and sparkly all of a sudden. It was really weird. <laughs> uh, well, a lot of, of noise has been made about the lighthouse technology that's coming with the, the Vive or Vive. How, how is it said? I've only seen it written. I don't know. Vive? 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 I thought it was Vive. There was a Vive. But there's Revive also. Ashley did a story. A Ashley and Bernie did a story about it. Uh-huh. Yeah. They were saying some places called it the Vive and some places called it the Revive and they didn't know which one it was. I've seen the RE, but the RE separated. It's RE space Vive. I've mm. seen that show up in a few places. I'm so confused. Made by yeah. HTC. Is it Vive? It's a RE Vive by HTC <laughs> in conjunction with Valve. <laughs> or Vive. Vive. <laughs> anyway. Uh- so they've got the – basically their system works off two lighthouses, which you can, I think, expand the system to more than two. But the the real important part of that is that it allows you to move more freely about the room. So it's determining your position, your height, even to some degree your so angle. When you, the, the thing you're referring to uh, – here we are, the Project yeah. Morpheus. We're also going to talk about Morpheus because they have a lot of news about that. Yeah, there's a lot of things, a lot of stats that so people are throwing out there. The thing you're referring to mm-hmm. as the lighthouse, is that the Steam VR? The lighthouse is basically an IR blaster that's going to sit in the corner of your room. I'm sorry. I was like, great, a graphic. I can yawn. And then came out. <laughs> <laughs> I literally was like. <laughs> suck it in. Suck it in. Sorry. I literally was like, here we go. And like, go back. Uh, but uh, the lighthouse is an IR blaster. It's very much essentially kind of like what the Kinect does, where it's just shooting IR beams at you all the time. So if you need to cook an omelet or track your head in VR, you're good either way. I can't wait till 20 years from now we discover blasting IR beams at each other causes like serious Super cancer. cancer. Hyper melanoma is what they'll call it. They'll call it like connectinoma. <laughs> Do you remember back in the early early 2000s when people would just point these things at themselves? Yeah. It'd be like tantamount to like having a microwave open and just letting it blast. Just put it in your face. Idiots. Like, we're all screwed. But uh, So that, that's how it does position tracking. That's though. how it does position tracking. The other thing that's been really interesting about Valve and this Lighthouse technology is they are going to make it free to anybody that wants to develop the technology. That's very Valve. That is very foul, but that I mean that doesn't ex- which is odd because as far as I can tell, the lighthouse technology is just an IR blaster. So, wow, maybe they just seem really cool for giving it. Like, we're not actually giving anything yeah. out, but we'll no, seem so this part of the cool. technology is completely useless. It's Everybody's garbage. Got it. It's garbage. <laughs> it's in your but remote it's control. Uh, so they, they talked about mm-hmm. this the, the Steam VR, whatever mm-hmm. that is, being able to create a fifteen foot by fifteen foot space for you to walk around in right and that it would be able to track you that you would be able to move around very freely now again it's still tethered by a cable it's not wireless uh so 
you can move around freely in that 15 by 15 room. You're still going to have a cable coming out of your head. Mm-hmm. So there's that to remember. And it, they have, like, wireless controllers? They do have wireless controllers, which they've just shown a couple of shots of that. I don't know very much about them, but they're, again, studded with several different sensors. Mm, for her pleasure. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's a, horrible. <laughs> I'm not anybody tell you that's for her pleasure. His pleasure, too. They're by. Um, but... <laughs> I don't know why their sexual preference would, would have anything to do with what they enjoy having inserted in them, but you know what, Ryan? I appreciate it. They, 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 they pleasure males and females. Let's, I don't know. Why do we have to take this to a sexual place? Let's stick to VR. Let's stick to the VR discussion. for her pleasure, I was just including guys. Guys can have fun, too. All right. I didn't say bisexual. I just said bi. I just said bi. Right. So they're bi genders. <laughs> okay, sure. Yeah. But yeah, that's the <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Last We're episode out. ever. Uh, but yeah, no, they now. they do have their own. Uh, and again, I don't know very much about them because we're we're recording this very much in the middle of all this blasting. But um, uh, it looks like a two hand system. I'm sure it has lots of inner activity with it, but uh, I don't know how extensive. The the strange thing to me about this is the fact that Valve's partnering with HTC to do this. Like, I don't think <coughs> Why of, is that strange? I don't think of HTC as being, like, a quality flagship product. I mean, a I VR picture, device is just basically a phone, Also, right? HTC doesn't make anything. They just, there's, like, an OEM. They assemble parts that other people make. Well, yeah, they're already in with all the, the guys that sell the screens, the guys that sell the accelerometers. I mean, all the parts that make up a VR headset are essentially the same parts you need in a phone. You need a high-quality screen. You need input devices. You need uh, casings. I mean, that's have someone just manufacture the outside of it. You need uh, some sound for not this one, but some like the Oculus has sound systems. I mean, they have contacts with all the parts you would need to make this headset. I just don't see Valve as a company that needs to partner with anyone. It is like, really they're, weird. They're I guess, very much a lone wolf well, they're not in a, a ha- lot of other aspects. Why yeah. this one? They're not a hardware manufacturer. Though. For the very true. thing that they need well, from Well, but they HTC. did just announce hardware yesterday. Their Steam Link is a box. It's true, but I don't think they're manufacturing it. I bet you'll find out so, that there's another company behind maybe. it. Steam Link... I want to make sure I understand this. Steam Link is a box that allows... You can plug into your television, which allows you to stream games from your gaming computer to your TV. Yes. Okay. That's all it does. It's not an Android TV device, and it does allow you to have... um, Like, the NVIDIA one is locked down to only NVIDIA graphics cards, but the Steam Link is not. Okay. Okay. That's good to know, yeah. (laughs) Yes. The the important... That that is the NVIDIA Shield. Stop calling! Things shield. That, I, was, I want to bitch about it's that. It's a shield. No, I want to. I want to bitch about it, it too. They, All right. They, so, uh, the Nvidia Shield was already a confusing product, right? Because True. it was a the handheld thing. Then it became the Shield tablet. Now it's the Shield thing. All right. Their their real problem here is they they didn't draw a great line between the purpose of the device, which is. It's half a device on which you can play games directly, and it's half a device that you can stream games from your NVIDIA computer. And it's half an Android TV set box. And it's half a cloud streaming game service. It's 200% a device. (laughs) What can go wrong? I feel like, you know what, between the two of us, we could, well, I guess because now I have them both, we should have brought in all the other shields, like the mm-hmm. rejected shield, because now they've renamed them. Did you know that? They named the shield handheld the shield portable. Do they still right. make that? Uh, I, I mean, I have okay. it. I don't know if they, they still I think manufacture there may be, it. I, and then the shield is now the shield tablet. Okay, Like, right. just call them what they are to come out with. Like, call it or, the shield box, or the shield tablet, <laughs> or the shield portable. Well, here's an idea. Stop calling them shield. Shield one. 
Yeah. Your shield two. I don't yeah. care. Shield three. Stop calling it shield because I'm like, hey, I got an Nvidia Shield, but then I I meant this yeah. thing and you meant the tablet. I'm like, even oh. when I went to go buy the tablet, I had that problem. I went to the store. I was like, do you all have the Nvidia Shield? Yeah. The tablet? Yes. Wait, there's another one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like... Son of a bitch. <laughs> well, also, now can... you have to differentiate between this new thing too. Can we talk about this press conference? Well, by the way, I, the thing I love most about the reveal of this product. So he's on a stage. <laughs> it's completely black. He's wearing completely black. He holds up the device, which is completely black. <laughs> he's so like, ta-da! And he might as well be holding nothing. Yeah. You can not see the device in his hand at all. It was which... so strange. <laughs> he was like, everyone, the NVIDIA Shield. And there was just silence Pause. like that. Nobody did anything. But then he wouldn't get, like, that nobody... nobody could like, see usually, it. like or Nobody would see it or that no one was going to clap. Usually they, like, do something. They'll like, have an applause line. And then if nobody claps, they're like... Moving on. This guy would just stand there like, no, you are going to applaud, motherfucker. Like, only because in. you're so awkward. You feel so bad right now. He's like, we're, we're, we are now flying in applause signs. Yeah. And we're, I'm going to stand here until they're plugged we in. We'll wait. And it, it will run on. on the X1 system. <laughs> it was terrible. It was like a principal that was like, I will wait until you're silent. I will wait <laughs> until you silent. clap for me. <laughs> exactly. Make some noise. Awkward. And then he was like, all right, let's talk about Android TV. Oh, shit. Wait, is somebody supposed to be out here with me? And then the guy yeah. like walks out and he's like, ah. Uh, here's this guy. Yeah. <laughs> like, did you rehearse this? Yeah, that's uh, rehearsals are important. Yeah, uh, it's uh, it's, it's a big deal. We well, learned we learned that at Let's Play Live. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's important to know what your marks are and what you're doing. It was so strange, and the pre-show was really strange. The whole thing was very strange. Well, what do you think about the platform, though? So basically, this new device is going to be a again, it's another entry into that. Let's make a, a set-top box living room device that'll that'll play older games. Yeah. Well, I, I feel like you know. Uh, I don't know how extensively you've used your Shield tablet, but I really like the NVIDIA grid service they have, which is like the on-demand cloud gaming. Uh, I think it works, assuming you have the internet connectivity to back it up, it works really great. And having a device like this, which can help you bring titles to your television, I think it's a good thing. The interesting thing to me was they announced that grid is now going to come in two tiers. There's a premium level that lets you stream games at 1080p, 60 frames a second, then a cheaper level... Which locks you at 30 frames a second, 720p. Hmm. So uh, I, I, that's the first time I, I, I'd, I'd heard of that. Which, it's interesting. I, I don't know what the pricing is. I don't think they announced the pricing The pricing for it. they did. It's $200. No, no. For, I meant for the streaming service. Oh, for, for the streaming service. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, but that's what I thought was interesting. The $200 price tag for the Shield itself puts it at the top of that market. So why not come in a little bit cheaper? You know what I mean? I, they They do have... They do have the hardware to back it up. It's definitely the most powerful set-top box that we've seen so far, but it's I, also $200. I, it made me wonder, honestly, if they're trying to take like the premium-level approach to it, where they're like, we don't care that it's not the cheapest. You know, We're the best. That's why we're the most expensive. Well, like maybe. Kind of also, I thought it was interesting. I put this in my no update. Uh, that They called it the world's first Android TV the first the, they call the world's first Android TV, but it's the Forge TV is an Android TV set-top box. And it was announced in January at CES. Are we just mm. deciding to be like, <laughs> uh, it's not ours, so we're first now? Like, you don't get to say you're first. Well, uh, as the host of the, as one of the hosts of the first gaming podcast ever, <laughs> mm. <laughs> I know. it just seems so strange to me. I was just like, hey, I have the microphone. I can be first if I say That's I. That's right. And you all clap for me, and we will <laughs> wait until you clap. Applause. <laughs> well, the other, I mean, it, the funny thing too about the two hundred dollar p- price point is this is. A device that they really are pitching hard for picking up the leftover 360 titles. Yeah. As in, it's an HD remake platform for older 360 titles is kind of how he pitched it in the in the talk. So 
a lot of people actually last night I was reading a lot of reactions to people who were there and they were saying look for that much money you can buy a used 360 why wouldn't you just do that mm-hmm. so it, it, they seem to be pushing this Android TV thing pretty hard like that's worth paying a premium for it just really depends on what you're looking for I guess mm-hmm. yeah and, and I think it also remains to see remains to be seen how aggressively they can push out titles on the grid service as well because mm-hmm. maybe you can get some new titles in there. Mm-hmm. And I think they said they're going to launch with 50 titles and then mm-hmm. add another 50 over the first six months. But they haven't said what the 50 are yet. Right. So, again, it comes back to licensing. Like any distribution, you have to have content in order to support it. You know, that's, mm-hmm. that's always what it comes back to, in my opinion, of, as one of the hosts of the first mm-hmm. gaming podcast ever. <laughs> first gaming podcast of all time. If, also, uh, if you say it enough, it comes true. It does. It's it true. does. Um, it's the secret. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, NVIDIA announced a brand new graphics card. Oh, they did? I missed right. that. Yes. The Titan X? The Titan X1. There it is. 12 I, gigabytes of RAM. X1? On I mean, come on. I, well, there's already an Xbox One. Are we really going to be doing this? Well, not only that, but the, the mobile thing is called the X1. X1, yeah, the Tegra yeah. X1 chip. <laughs> Tegra X1 and then Titan X. And Oh, Titan X? Is I think it's just Titan, Titan X. X, maybe. I don't yeah. think they've yeah, yeah, the one NVIDIA doesn't even make like the GPU for the Xbox One or anything, right? They do not, I don't Mm-mm. believe. That's all uh, AMD. That's what I thought. Mm-hmm. Why? I have no idea. <laughs> well, they had the Z one before, right? Like before the uh, Tegra X one, it was the Tegra... Uh, no, it was the Tegra Z- K, Z-1? I thought. Oh, K one, you There you go. K one. And now it's X one. I mean... K through X were... Why don't they just call it the damn shield? Yeah. Start calling everything shield. It's the shield powered by the shield chip. <laughs> yeah, You'll be able to plug it into your shield TV yeah. and play shield the game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, when is the uh, X1 coming out? This is going to be fucking confusing. That I don't right. know. Yeah, I don't, I, I I don't think they even announced. And I also read this really weird quote. Someone should find it. It was, uh, <laughs> it was like he said. He went to... It was with... Randy Pitchford, or he was with someone from Gearbox, and he said, uh, I got a call, when he was unveiling the new Tegra, uh, the new Titan chip, he said, I got a call last night to save GDC, so I decided to unveil this chip at this presentation. Wow, all right. Thank, uh, thank you for saving GDC. <laughs> we all really appreciate it. The building was on fire, but then they showed up, and it just went out. It was amazing. Everyone was so blown away by the chip that the wind pressure blew out the flames. I have to find this quote because it was the most, like, I I remember I was reading it and I was like, I can't use that in a story. (laughs) That sounds so strange. So, um, yeah, I guess the Titan X, it's a 12 gigabyte card. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm trying to pull up some specs on it. That'll put the hurt on anything. Well, that's the other thing when it comes to, oh, go ahead. I say 8 billion transistors. That's That's a number that means nothing anymore. Well, think about it. There are more transistors on each of those cards than there are people on the earth. Yeah. That's fucking crazy. So it's taking over any day now. Yeah. Well, I, you know, people wonder sometimes why we need so much power, and part of it goes back to this idea of, of VR because in most of these headsets, they're, you're talking about rendering uh, almost a, a full 1080, in some cases more than 1080. I think the new CV1 is going to be 2440. Uh, I forget what the res per eye. Yeah. So it's not one image that's mirrored in both eyes. If you want to have, which they do that sometimes, but if you want to have an actual. 3D image, a stereoscopic image, it's a slightly offset render. So it's really rendering two frames now for the original one frame that you would have on a normal screen. Right. Well, and I, if I recall correctly, I'm, I'm loading the save GDC quote. Uh, he said that he mentioned um, specifically virtual reality graphics mm-hmm. being the, the reason to have a card like this. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so he said... Uh, as a result of Tim calling me, that is Tim... Tim Sweeney? 
No. <laughs> what am I doing? <laughs> Let's see. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm like... Barbara Front Hill? Tim, Tim Schaefer, maybe? Doesn't say... Oh, oh, Tim Sweeney. It was Tim Sweeney. As a result of Tim nice. calling me, and his phone call was, can you save GDC? We decided to launch Titan X at the Epic event. This has never happened before in the history of our industry. <laughs> <laughs> what? what? What has never happened before in the history of the industry? I guess him, like, unveiling the uh, Him, him the launching card. a video card? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is the first time a video card has ever been in Introduced That's a video under duress. <laughs> Everything is the world's first. The world's first graphics card unveiling. Oh. Well, it's the first time they ever showed that card off. <laughs> true. Like, There's some novelty there. It's true. I'm the world's first sip of water at this moment. Maybe oh. he meant that it was the first time they unveiled hardware, like a graphics card at GDC. Maybe so. Maybe. I don't, like something super conditional like that. Yeah, I don't know. He said, this GDC is all about VR, and there are all these demos that are just unbelievable. It needs an amazing GPU. So this will be the most powerful GPU in existence. Now, there may be something to that. May They yeah. may have had a lot of machines that were not able to deliver the graphics performance oh, okay. to, to back up these VR headsets because there's a thousand of them. Mm-hmm. I mean, we barely even scratched the surface on talking about those. but Yeah, yeah and I want to circle back yeah. because there's some more technical details about the revive the vo- whatever and uh, the morpheus that i want to get to but let me let me it's read this first the vive. The vive. uh want to, want to remind everyone this episode of the patch is also brought to you by meundies you can yawn now if you want Meg. Uh, <laughs> 90 percent. that's the percent of your life that you're in your underwear and underwear gets old fast you know that feeling of putting on old saggy underwear you need to know the feeling of great fitting underwear that is two times softer than cotton you need to know about meundies.com meundies is the most comfortable underwear you will ever wear and it's insane how good they make you feel they fit perfectly. They don't ride up on you. They literally pull moisture away from your skin so you stay cool. Uh, they have cool styles for both men and women and all look great. Check out the photos yourself at MeUndies.com. This quality would typically retail for two times the MeUndies price, but no retail middleman means more savings for you. Go to MeUndies.com slash the patch. Get 20% off your first order and free shipping. Save even more when you buy a pack of them. They guarantee you're going to be happy with them or your first pair is free. Once you feel MeUndies on your body, you're never going to go back. But to get 20% off, you have to go to MeUndies.com slash the patch. They also have uh, pajama pants now, which uh, I'm totally in love with. They're great. They're so soft. Normally, <laughs> I just re- get in your bed and roll around in them. Well, I've talked about this on the RT podcast before, but normally I don't like sleeping in clothes mm-hmm. because I feel like I get tangled up in it, and it's just awful. How loose are your clothes? Uh, I guess re- too loose. Yeah. But then <laughs> I feel like if they're, if they're tight, then it's like restricting. I don't you know. You have so many deep-seated fears. <laughs> but <laughs> but these, these jeans, I actually, I, I wanted to test them out, so I, these pajama jeans, so I slept in them. They were great. Pajama, 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 pajama bottoms. I oh. okay, pajama sorry. jeans are pretty no, great. No, pajama jeans are a totally different thing. <laughs> those days, all bottoms are jeans. Pajama bottoms. They're great. They're soft. I, I slept in them. Nice. That's, that's, Gus that's, approved. That's a ringing endorsement. Gus approved. That did not keep me up all night. Um, so tell so, us these uh, details. So the... The okay, so I just wrote down some of the de- some some of the details, uh-huh. some of the tech specs I was able to find, comparing the Morpheus and the Vive. So, um, so I mean, we haven't even started talking about the fact that Sony had a big long presentation mm-hmm. uh, uh, about the Morpheus, and they announced that the Morpheus is going to come out in the first half of 2016. The V, well, let's let's settle. Let's settle. Vive. The Vive. What, what's our vive. standard here? Uh, vive. 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 Okay, the Vive is hitting going to developers this spring and the consumers by the end of this year. Okay, so it's aggressive time timeline. Yeah, it's the Morpheus. I like Vive. Can we go back to Vive? Vive. All right, I'll go for Vive too. <laughs> the Morpheus is going to have a 1920 by 1080 uh, display per mm-hmm. eye, per eye, yeah. which is capable of outputting 60 or 120 frames a second. Mm. 
Uh, it was a 5.7 inch right. screen. You can see right there. Which uh, frequently, by the way, you'll see that re- referred to more as in the hertz, uh, the monitor refresh rate. Uh, so if you see 60 hertz or 120 hertz, that's what they're talking about, oh, okay. is how many frames per second can it show. And the Vive is doing two 1200 by 1080 displays at 90 frames a second. But it has the VR base station, which allows you to walk around right. in a 15 by 15 area. And so with the Morpheus, they, uh, you know, there were reporters who were able to get hands-on, and they, I guess Sony built out a tech demo for them. And they, they would sit there with two Move controllers, and the Move controllers are what allowed them to manipulate hands in the virtual world. So if someone needed to you know, open a drawer, they would reach their hand out mm-hmm. with the Move and then like, hit the button, which would cause the virtual person's hand to close and right. pull it out. And things like that. Which is not new. I mean, Razer had the Hydra not that long ago, which kind of disappeared. The most interesting thing that I saw, I forget which news outlet it was. I don't know. It might have been The Verge. Maybe it was Kotaku. But one of them had their reporters go in. And as part of the demo, you're like in a shootout. And you're looking around and you're like clicking your move at stuff. The reporter changed hands. And put, you know, swapped uh-huh. his move controllers. And in the game, the gun moved to the other oh, hand. That's oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I did see, like, maybe it was The Verge. I saw, like, an article about the shootout game and yeah. how well it was doing so far. Yeah, the fact that... that it, really cool. That was, you're able to change hands. It's like, okay, that's that's pretty impressive mm-hmm. that, uh, that you're able to do that. Also, Morpheus looks... It looks more like what I think a VR headset should look well, like. It's very future looking. It is very future. Also, it, they've already announced that that front visor essentially flips up. And it is designed to fit over glasses, Gus. See, they're winning me over. That being said, that means that you don't have probably the the tighter seal around the eyes to block out outside light. Mm. So you will have kind of some some light interference around the edges, which Uh, isn't that big of an obstruction. I know with uh, the demos they were doing for Morpheus that they also had... Headphones, headphones with directional audio mm-hmm. uh, going on for the people. I don't know if the Steam VR does that or if you require a separate cable or or how that how that's going to go down. Yeah, that's the shootout game that we were just talking about. Yeah, there. oh, on screen. On the screen. So that's the thing that concerns me. <laughs> that's one of the other things. So you know, I wear glasses, so I'm always worried about how a VR headset will fit on my head. I'm also worried about how many cables exactly are going to tether you to your computer or your console or what's going on there. Well, chances are, if it's anything like the uh, Oculus Rift, you'll probably have at least an HDMI and a USB for the headset. Uh, And then, depending on how the controller's set up, I guess the Move is entirely wireless. So Morpheus, you're talking about no cable at all. Uh, I don't know about the headset. Mm -hmm. Maybe they've gone all wireless on it, but I would be surprised if it was completely wireless. It seemed like that guy had some wires going on in that photo, if we could see it again. Yeah, but we don't know. Also, we don't know if it's... Yeah, 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 it's it's draping down off his ear. That could be the speakers, though. That could be the headphones. Yeah. Um, Looks like it ends, which is so strange. I mean, uh, if they are not doing wired, then they've gone to a wireless HDMI, which you and I know can be hinky at the best of times. But if you're working... If you're dealing... back. If you're dealing with a console, you're not going far. You know, if you're doing wireless HDMI, it can be reliable if you have good line of sight and you're not going a crazy distance away. You know, when we did yeah. Let's Play Live, we we used wireless HDMI during the Surgeon Simulator bit, and those guys were going all over the the auditorium. I was with, shocked. That me it too. Connected the whole time. I was like, I, in, in my head, I was like, this is the thing that's going to go wrong. This is going to yeah. drop. But that was fine. So if we're we're assholes. We don't know what we're doing. If we're able to do it, <laughs> uh, surely Sony's got it figured out. I, I honestly, I'm a little concerned about the resolution because the DK2, the Oculus DK2, is what we have in the office, and it's uh, 960 by 1080 per eye, and it's still pretty grainy. So we're not talking about a dramatic jump in resolution for these new mach- uh, You're talking displays. Double. 
No, we're 960 by 1080i. Now we're going up to 1200 by 1080 per i. Well, the Morpheus was 1920 by 1080. Okay. Yeah. That's all right. So it's double in that. <laughs> See. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's still not a huge jump. The frames per second's nice. Uh, the DK2 will do 75, uh, which is pretty smooth. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, if you whip your head around, you get some judder sometimes, and you, you definitely get what the effect that, that you, it really has. And this is where low persistence, you'll see that word thrown around a lot. Low persistence means how fast the screen can change from one color pixel to another, uh, essentially. Okay. Um, so The pixels aren't very persistent. That's why they're able to change quickly. There you go. I learned something. Hey. Uh, so the effect of that, though, is the lower the persistence, the less blurry it gets when you're turning your head around. Uh, right now, there's a fair amount of motion blur in most screens, and uh, DK2 has gotten pretty good with it. Higher frame rates will help as well, because that also helps <clears throat> eliminate motion blur. But it's also a question of, can you get 120 frames per second out of your device? Which, I thought that was another really weird outgrowth of the whole Sony announcement, was they said, oh yeah, the PlayStation has been able to do 120 frames per second. We just didn't say anything about it. <laughs> yeah, Why? You, even though we, what we always hear... But, you always hear about about developers struggling to hit the sixty mark, yeah. right? And then so if if Morpheus, you know, I'm, I'm trying to learn here from Senpai, yeah. senpai. <laughs> senpai. So if Morpheus is capable of doing 120 frames per second, does that right. mean it's able to do it per eye? So in theory, you're getting 240 frames a second. Well, essentially, yeah. Now they could be doing some tricks where they're not necessarily rendering both eyes uh, binocular. Which, by the way, the whole binaural thing messed me up for so long because I was like, why is there an N in there? Because it, it seems like it just should be bi-aural. Yeah, we use the word bi no, again, I'm okay? sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Don't start it again, Ryan. Yeah, you're, you're, the, you're the one who brought it you back up. You threw it out of And there. then I, it reminded me, it's like, oh, binoculars has always been the same thing. It's I've never thought about that until right now. And there's an N in there for no reason. But they, uh, they could be cheating it a little bit where they're just either not offsetting it much or using one render that is cheated a little bit. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean, if you wanted to do a true stereoscopic image at 120 hertz, it would be 240 frames per second rendered, hmm. uh, one for each eye. Interesting. That's pretty high. That's, that's a lot of horsepower that's for a, a console that, you know, Assassin's Creed Black Flag couldn't do 60 frames a second at until post-patch. Oh, no, wait, they couldn't do 1080 until post-patch. Right. right. Yeah. So, mm, we'll see. I mean, that's really going to need some beefy hardware. There are even some, and I forget which version, because, there, again, there's been a few other ones announced. Uh, there are some uh, VR headsets that are coming out that are actually full systems onto themselves, where it's a gaming device that you just put on your head. Uh, shield VR. There you oh, go. Oh, yeah. No, not I, VR. I, just you shield. I, I think that's come up. Uh, I yeah, think there's, that, been, there's that's a... That's not an announcement. We're, no. just, we're making yeah. a joke. But there is, I think, a, a VR headset that's running on X1. So it could <laughs> essentially be considered a shield VR. The but first also... VR headset ever <laughs> made. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but there are, I mean, things talk, people talk about using one GPU per eye to really beef up the uh, rendering capabilities of these things. I know mm-hmm. that it's the VR GDC, but like I'm already over VR. I'm, just, I'm ready to be done with VR. Come on! Nothing, wow. Nothing's even officially launched yet. Yeah, I know. So we have, we have three big ones, right? Like Oculus, Morpheus, Morpheus. and now uh, Vive? Yeah. Vive. 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 Yeah, we voted for Vive. We, we, we Vive is in, Vive is out. Vive okay. is out. 
Um, so yeah, I mean, I, it's I'm already feeling fatigued. Like I've never yeah. been too excited about it to begin with, and now it's like, oh, now the space is crowded and it hasn't even been created. Yet. That's right, it's good. Crowded, but it is good. I'm I'm all for innovation, but it's like, what am I gonna play? Like I don't. I, so far, there's nothing that I'm like, oh yeah, I want to be in that game. That's super VR. Alien Isolation. Come on. Mm. Don't you want to do that in VR? No, don't you not want the full really. Experience? Don't you not want the really. alien like? That's like when people say, what is that damn Outlast? That freaking Outlast, game that, that scarred me for life in <laughs> VR. No, thank you. I, I, no, no, I would not play that voluntarily. <laughs> um, so, we're, how much time we? we have a little bit of time left. Uh, I feel like we kind of, there, there, there were some other important things that Valve uh, announced and talked about at GDC as well that I feel like we should cover. So, they, again, talked about Steam Machines. Mm-hmm. Said, you know, it's finally going to happen. By the end of the year, they'll be available for sale. That I'm more excited about than a VR headset. I feel like that, once again, is an an area that was crowded and fatigued me before it even came out. Well, I mean, it's already, you know, NVIDIA just announced their their Shield thing (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and uh, PlayStation TV. Like, there, there, there is a lot of that going on, but I don't know. I like the idea. What was it, a year, a year and a half ago that everyone had Steam machines that they had announced, but then they were never coming out, and, and then Steam Controller, gosh, just... Yeah, I think they re- they showed off a new version of the Steam Controller, right. saying that this is the actual final one now. Right. So well, it was great. I mean, it's it, happening. Was, it was a great PR grab. And they said, hey, you guys should build this computer that's really small, and we got an OS for it. And all the manufacturers were like, yeah, we make hardware, sure, here's our concept. Everybody got really excited, and then no one made one. Yeah, and then no one actually did it. Well, it's finally happening by the end of this year. Well, is it, though? Alienware already released that one, remember? Wasn't it by Christmas last year? They released one with, like, an Xbox 360 controller? Yeah, did they? That sounds really sad. I think they did. (laughs) No one knows. Yeah, none of us That information is lost to time. Because it was not purchased by anyone. Nope. I'll have to look it up. I could (laughs) have sworn that happened. Um, And then the other thing, of course, that Valve announced was the Source 2 engine. Which um, that's big, yeah. Which is which is big news. That when so Source launched with Half Life Two, right back in '04. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think four? that's right. Yeah, yeah. So it's been like eleven years. So they're, they're I, I think Dota's already using that engine. Mm-hmm. So um, it's really good to hear because if you want Half Life Three, it's probably gonna be running on Source Two engine. So in my in my head, this is the first baby step towards getting Half Life Three. Already no a way. tease for Portal Three in some of the uh, the. Vive? Vive. Vive. In, in some of the Vive demo materials. I've been seeing that coming by. You get a, a, a glimpse of the uh, GLaDOS. Really? Wow. Yeah. Really? Yeah. They may like break the three barrier. never happen, but Portal 3 could happen. They <laughs> might break the three barrier. Maybe this will be the one that just chips a little way at the dam. Like, hey, we can do it. Yeah. <laughs> like, like this is their bungee jump. It wasn't as scary as we thought. Let's <laughs> do it again. Stream of water makes its way through the crack into the portal three. And that's like getting a shot. You know? yeah, <laughs> like... <laughs> the little kids crying like, oh, no, that didn't hurt. It's okay. <laughs> well, now we have a lollipop in Half-Life 3. <laughs> you, I mean, you talk about, though, I mean, on the heels of we're talking about engines and you talk about things that you don't want to play yet for VR, there were two other very big announcements that will drive a lot of that, and that's uh, Unreal Engine 4 mm-hmm. and Unity 5. Unity 5 was already kind of there, but essentially it's going free mm-hmm. uh, in the sense that they're going to get their money on the back end, uh, or at least for Unreal, Unreal Engine. It's uh, 5% on any re- released or developed projects. Mm-hmm. But now they're making those tools available to the public. Is Source 2 also? I don't know about Source 2. Um, let me see if I can look that up. Um, but both of those engines have built-in support, more or less, for straight-to-VR. Even I was playing with the Unreal Engine earlier, and you can just open a project and hit 
uh, VR preview and launch right into it if it's set up for a first-person view. So uh, they're go- we're going to see a lot more stuff, I think, of people. If not right now, it'll be just exploratory things where people are trying things with these engines, with these tools that they now have available. Um, so, yeah, Source 2 engine is free for developers. Great. Okay. Confirmed by Polygon. And so, uh, Valve showed off a, a VR API a year ago. So, I mean, this is not something that they haven't thought about, I think, at this point. Well, yeah, especially if they're in the Vive market. Yeah. Um, Gus, I want you to know that Twitter says that you are correct, that there is one lonely Alienware steam machine sitting at my hey. local Walmart. It looks so sad. Yeah, I remember. I, I, I thought I remembered that just because I thought it was so weird. They were shipping it with, like, an Xbox 360 controller. Like, the controller's not even <laughs> final yet. Um, but... but First to market. Yeah. The first the steam machine. First steam machine. That's what you get. Uh, were they even allowed to call it that? I bet it's not running actual Steam OS. It's probably running Windows. The world's first water vapor <laughs> operating system. The world's first small compute. Water, no. water vapor. I, I got yeah. you. Thank That's you. That's funny. Thank you. <laughs> That's a good one. Thank you. Um, so I, I don't know if anybody else is necessarily excited, but uh, Metal Gear Solid Five finally got a release date. That's September, 1st. September 1st. That's the end. Again. And done. And see. So he, well, so Hideo, so Kojima's like the opposite of NVIDIA. Every time it's like, this is the last one. <laughs> He's like, he doesn't care about first. <laughs> he cares about last. Yeah, this is the final one. Uh, but uh, I, he, but he, this time in the interview, he did state it. I believe he stated it differently than he has in the past. This time he talked about the games he's produced, the Middle Gear games he's produced, and as this being the conclusion to that series of games. Right, he was like, it might go on, but this is my last game. Right, his magnum opus. So, uh, so yeah, oh. as opposed to them just saying that there's, oh. it's the last game. It's, I like this approach a little bit. Oh, Sorry, noise? It was her boobies were just like there was just there was like, like <laughs> her nose and a giant it's like rack, in the snake screen. and boob. That <laughs> was there. It was a profile shot, and it was just like nobody oh, cares right. about you, but it was just her. <laughs> it was a little. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm, 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 I've been looking forward to this game a lot. I, yeah. I had a lot of fun with Ground Zeroes, and I'm excited to, to finally be able to play the Phantom Pain in, on September 1st. I was shocked at how far back PC. that se- series has gone. Two like, weeks. Two weeks after. The original Metal Gear was 1986, I think? I thought it was 85. 85, was it? No. night. That is yes. so long. It was on a console you've probably never heard of. Oh. The MSX2. Are you saying, oh, because I'm a girl, I've never heard of I'd it? I'd never heard of it until I had to do a newsread on it like Today. an hour ago. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, have you heard you're, of it? No, I'm, I haven't. Um, okay. you're, the quote oh, you were reading was pretty great. Oh, 87. Yeah. Good year. Good year. Um, <laughs> the quote you were reading was funny because it was like, Metal Gear Solid has always been Metal Gear Solid and also Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> yeah, the guy's quote was like 12 usages of the word Metal Gear. What's his Metal name Gear again? Solid. Uh, Hideo? Uh-huh. Kojima. Good job! You were, yeah. you were struggling over there. I was afraid because it's, I don't know if it's Hideo or Hideo. Hideo. <laughs> like he's so hideous. We, hideo. I had a Japanese teacher in middle school whose name was Hideo Iwai. Really? But I don't know. Maybe it was Hideo and we were just calling him the wrong thing. Probably. For, he was like, he's damn kids. He did leave that position he very was so angry. <laughs> I was like, God damn idiot Mispronounced name! That's Russian Jesus. because I... <laughs> Don't have a Japanese in my repertoire, so. <laughs> I thought it was close enough. We're all very proud of you. Yeah. <laughs> so the MSX2 
Yeah, well, I'm, I'm reading up on it. It looks specs like here. a Commodore. Yeah, it's um, it ran at 3.58 megahertz. Wow. 48 kilobytes of ROM. Oh, increased video RAM of 128 kilobytes. They were rocking. Yeah. They could show two polygons at the same time. Yamaha YM Only 2149 color. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, it's a, it's a long storied franchise. I remember hating Metal Gear on the NES when I was a kid just because it was so fucking hard. Because I was like, what? I was probably, I was, I was, I was really young when that game came out. And it's still a challenging game now, but mm-hmm. at the time, that, that game was impossible to me as a kid. It's I don't know why anyone played it. Like, it was impossible. It's, it was, I mean, really gone through so many genres just as the game developed, uh, you know, from more of a... It was kind of more like a side-scroller at one point, wasn't it? What were the early... The thinking of Legend ones? of Zelda 2. Uh, yes, no, I was thinking was, of Legend of Zelda 2. Metal Gear was originally, like, top-down. Right. And you would, like, walk around. But, you was, yeah, you would walk around and fight guards and explore the map. See, I always got really confused because... And this is a game that probably no one else will ever remember. But there was something called, like, Metal Gear that was a contemporary of MechWarrior 2. And I have no idea what that game was. I remember seeing it, hmm. but uh, I mean, it was a mech combat type game. But I think you could get out of the mech. I don't know if that tied into this series at all. Oh, yeah. The only one I've ever played is Revengeance, and I got about an hour into that I, freaking I, I, game, I and I was like, I cannot deal with this freaking game. <laughs> it's horrible. Yeah, um, I, I never, I never played Revengeance. Got schooled That's, by a dog, R- Raiden, right? It's, yeah, it's the game with him. Yeah. yeah. You have to fight like a, it was like a dog thing. I don't remember. I, I did do it for a video but once. But did you have a cardboard box? No, I didn't. Well, I did have a really it. sweet like jaw. He had like that cool. Jaw. Everybody hates um, So well, we're pretty much at time. There's, there's one last thing I want to mention uh, before we go. So Sony had a contest in Japan where if you bought, I think, a PS3, a Vita, or a PS4, you could enter for a chance to win one of the 20th anniversary PS4s, and they picked 100 winners. And then lost the list of winners. I, oh. I just picture some like Japanese businessman like, oh shit, oh shit, like looking through did, a bunch of papers. Yeah, did you take the trash out? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> so anyone who bought a piece of hardware in that time frame, they're asking them to re-enter the contest so they can pick a hundred new winners. Oh, oh, what if you were that winner? Well, you'll never they know. Didn't announce it. You'll never know. True. No, no you never, never would have known. Oh. Well, why did they even bother telling people that they successfully picked them and lost the list? Well, because they probably reach a point where everyone's waiting to hear who the winners yeah. are or that it's happened and they're like oh shit we, we can't announce but that. how did they lose the database of people like how do you lose like i understand like okay list of i, I don't understand list of as someone who handled contests for a company once upon a time i can't understand how you lost both the database of people to choose from and the list of winners hackers yeah. man. It, 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 who knows maybe it was just like an excel spreadsheet or something it's right. like on someone's uh-huh. laptop and they dropped it in the pool. It. Yeah, like it's in the pool. They're like on a, on a floaty raft in the middle of the pool. Like I can get so much work done. Oh, <laughs> Mr. Sony's going to be really angry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, it's time to wrap up. So uh, I want to thank everyone for watching. We'll be back uh, tomorrow with an episode of On the Spot. Monday with an episode of RT Podcast, and next week, next Wednesday again with another episode of the Patch. Bye. Goodbye from the first gaming podcast. <laughs>